This is Damon Wilson, head football coach at Morgan State University. You're now listening to Pit and Push Sports Talk Radio. You are now tuned in to Pits and Push Sports Talk Radio. Listen, man. Hey. Today's the day. We got a returning guest, man. A returning, returning guest. Returning guest, new team. It's crazy, right? How I just... Returning guest, new level. We was just with him. Spring ball. Let's go. Let's, um... We got returning head coach of the Morgan State Bears. Coach Damon Wilson. Let's go. Season three, episode 10. It's going down. (laughs) Listen, man. This man is, this man, we're so grateful for this man. Opened up many doors for us. You know, and and just to be able to jock, you know, to chalk and be along for the journey, you know, it's a great feeling, man. So when we yep. come back, going to have that good old Coach Damon Wilson taking his talents down the road to Baltimore to the Morgan State Bears. Bears. Let's get it. Cha-chill. Stand up. Pits and push. Sports Talk Radio. Yes. And we back. Let's go. And we back. Push. Sports Talk Radio. Season 3, episode 10. 10. It's going down. Yes. Again, man. What we got? We got a returning visitor. It's not even a visitor anymore. He's a he's he's a part of he is he's one family. of us. He's family. Coach Damon Wilson, head coach, Morgan State University. City. Stand up. Let's go. Welcome back, Coach. Welcome back. Hey, guys. I appreciate you guys for having me. No problem, man. We're going to jump right into it, man. So uh, what were some of your thoughts and emotions when you were named, you know, head coach of the Morgan State Bears? It was a very exciting time. Uh, at the same time, of course, it was it was difficult for me mm. uh, because, you know, we built a family at Bowie State University, and uh, right. I've had opportunities in the past to leave the university, but it's one thing that kept me there has always been my players. Right. And uh, this year was no different. It was really uh, uh, tough, but through some tough one-on-one conversations with some of the leaders, they uh, assured me that the decision uh, or the opportunity that was presented to me, it was the right time to take that opportunity. So I felt very comfortable and in, in, in accepting the position and excited about you know going up to Baltimore, leading Morgan State uh, football program. Man, that's that's crazy oh. because. You know, that was actually, you know, one of the questions was going, you know, what was the deciding factor? And you leaving. You know, what you mm-hmm. leaving. And and the way you summed it up, you know, is, is it speaks everything about you because in the moment where the decision is a self decision, you know, you still labored it upon yourself so to real. to get the to, to basically sit down and have a discussion with leaders of your with, with leaders of your team and your coaching staff and be like, hey, listen, this is what it is, and to still be able to weigh it and it having um, not a major or a deciding factor, but you taking that into consideration because you know the society we live in today, you know, a lot of folk, hey, this is a me, 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 me. You know what I mean? Like regard, you know, even though we built this. You know, this decision solely is a, it impacts me um, specifically individually. But, you know, mm-hmm. the fact that you you cared enough to, to you know, weigh the, the thoughts. Yeah, they uh, thoughts. You right. know, your leader's, your leader's thoughts is, is big. Yes, sir. 
that's what we're all about, man. It's, it's that family atmosphere, family feeling, and uh, and I think that was a great opportunity to show them if they didn't know uh, the type of impact they had or any decision that was made. And uh, like I said, I really had some great conversation with a number of guys. And uh, once, like I said, once I received their blessings and, and hear, heard some of the uh, their thoughts, you know, as 18 and 22 year olds, I knew what we had done at Bowie State was was done the right uh, was done the right way, mm-hmm. and none of the stuff we did was done in vain because those guys were prepared to have those types of tough conversations right. and uh, had problems sharing their their thoughts. So it was it was really good. Man, that's major. Major. So with your transition and moving on to Morgan State, shout out to the Morgan State University Bears. Shout out to the Bears. Um, and all my uh, Morgan State alumni that's been hitting me up. Hmm. Now all of a sudden, man, Coach, listen, I've been having conversations with Morgan State uh, past football players, like talking bad about them. So, <laughs> and the one person I talk bad about you the most – uh, my man, shout out to Carlos. He played football for Morgan State four years. Um, mm-hmm. and, and he was like, well, bring it on up to Morgan. Like, the <laughs> the the rejuvenation that just your name alone, like your name carries weight within the civilian world, you know, whether it's current students, past students, students, whatnot. And, um, you know, already – you know, there's people who are looking forward to, you know, not having to come to a homecoming, you know, <laughs> and feel like it's going to be a blowout, yeah. you know, yeah. because that was a lot. That was one of the things that a lot of the past players and um, alumni students that went through when I talked, I'm like, I'm like, why did y'all go to the games? Say, would well, you keep paying to go see a game where your team is constantly getting blown out? No, you know, so your name alone brings an energy. Things about to and, change, you know, and a and a positive expectation, mm-hmm. you know, that this is the shift that they needed, you know. So big up to the um, to the Morgan State University Bears. But the question I have for you was: Do you have any familiar familiarity with the current coaches already on staff? Well, you know, Dr. Wilson, uh, the president at Morgan State, and Miss Dina, the uh, new athletic director, gave me. Uh, the green light to bring my own staff in. Mm, so that's big. I had, I, yeah, I have the opportunity. I'm going through that process now. Hopefully I'll be finished by the end of the, uh, next week, uh, putting the staff together. But, uh, you know, we will have a, a staff that, that, you know, that I assembled. So I don't have to coach with the current staff that was there. I think those guys did a, a, a definitely did a decent job keeping, uh, the, the, the boat a sail, if you will, uh, or float, I should say. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> and, and, and recruiting and everything else. So, you know, I really appreciate what those guys did filling in when Coach Wheatley left. Mm. Uh, but I will have a, a complete uh, staff by the end of next week. I nice. listen, Coach. If you need a ball boy or a water, you know, I'm available. <laughs> you know, I'll hey, you you throw my look, name out there. Hey, hey, that's all he was good for back in the day, Coach, anyway. Oh, water hey, boy. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, I, I need everybody. It's all hands on deck, hey, table proof. Hey, hey, let's go. Everybody has a rock. Go. Hey, listen. <laughs> I, I'm like, you need, listen, I'm serious. You need a ball boy? Call me, Coach. I'm available. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm about, I'm about, I'm about sick of these jokes, bro. Hey, <laughs> stop. Get off track. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> but so, yeah. uh, hey, coach. So, what have with your short time there uh, since being there? What have you learned about your team, and can you give us some of their strengths or positives that you noticed about the team? If you had any interaction yet? Well, I, I've had 
two Zoom meetings with the players, and I've met maybe 20 players in person. As you know, we're in, you know in summer session. Uh, the, the entire team will be on campus the uh, first week of July for summer two. But the 20 guys that I've had in-person contact with, those guys are extremely excited. Those guys are uh, eager to learn the new system and eager to get started. Uh, the team meetings via Zoom have gone great. Once again, those guys, they're excited, man. You know, they're excited. They're, they they want to be successful. They want to win. Uh, they want to they open up some eyes uh, this football season. So mm-hmm. once we put everything together and, uh, and, and, and that first week of July, I think I really get a good feel for where we will be as a football team uh, once everyone's in the same in the same meeting room. You got a lot of seniors on this team, or would this be like a younger team? This team is is, is not senior-based. I want to say we have more juniors than okay. anything. Uh, so the team is still fairly young. Uh, they had a lot of freshmen that played last year, uh, which is a good thing. So now those guys have uh, reference points and have, uh, you know, have experience, game of experience. And that's something you can't substitute, the actual uh, experience on the football field. Uh, so, you know, the biggest challenge for these guys now is just to hear a new voice and, and learn, you know, some new systems. But uh, but outside of that, you know, we, we're going to have some fun and fly around, play football, and do a great job in the classroom. Awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. Down. Student first. Student first. For all you student uh, athlete. PWIs, that's those predominantly white institutions, and those <laughs> schools who feel like HBCUs is only trying to push it for the athletics. It's student oh. athletes. Student athletes. So, Coach, um, does your mission on the field change in terms of preparation from a coaching standpoint with uh, being that it's a group of men that you may not have that familiarity with, learning their strengths on the field? Not at all. Uh, I still want to win a national championship. Mm. That's not going to change as long as I have breath in my body and I'm still a uh, a college football coach. That's my goal. That's why you play the game. That's why you, you lace them up. That's why you coach the game is to, is to win. And Absolutely. that's not going to change. No matter what university I'm at, uh, that's, that's 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 where I am, and the team understands that. I've shared that. I've shared that with the alumni, and that's my goal. And we we fell short of that goal at Bowie State, but I think we had a lot of success um, trying to obtain or reach that goal. So well, that's that's our goal. That's not going to change. It's a mindset. When it is a mindset, right? Once you implement that mindset, things start to change, bro. I'm telling you, you, you got you got to hate losing more than you like winning. Exactly. And that, exactly. And that comes with that comes with. Uh, Yes, you know, sure, sure, work work ethic. You know, you don't want to put work in and not be rewarded. Mm-hmm. But if you're, if you're constantly falling short, that means you must do some more to get better. And that's one thing that, uh, you know, that we talked about as a team already. It's one thing I, I told my son, you know, I told him, you know, he's running track. And, you know, if, if you want a different outcome, you got to do some things differently. Nice. Yeah, and absolutely. Uh, so, so that's life. That's life. So uh, with that being said, what you what do you think your football team will look like this year? We're going to be physical. We're going to be disciplined. Uh, we're going to be exciting. Mm-hmm. I, I can guarantee you that. You know, those, those things right there, that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, everything else, I can't, I don't I don't know. But mm-hmm. those, right, that right there, we're, we're going to do, be those things. And, and that doesn't require real talent. We have that's like no skill. That's a mindset. Yeah. That's all mindset. That's, 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 that's a mindset. So, therefore, exactly. I mean, to be you don't have to be the best athlete to be disciplined. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be the best athlete to be exciting. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be the best athlete to be coachable. You know, those are things that don't require any any talent that everybody on the ball club must uh, possess. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, does, does such a change alter your recruiting methods? Um, you know, being that you weren't able to 
you know, you weren't you weren't able to recruit for this year or, you know, the, the freshman that's coming this year. But does that change or, you know, has the recruiting portal lit up as an option for your for you and your team um, since you were able, not able to get out and recruit? Definitely, definitely. I mean, so right now what we're trying to do is break down who's on the roster and see where our strengths and weaknesses are and then tap into, as you mentioned, the transfer portal and or junior college players to get us to a place where we feel very, you know, very comfortable with the, with the ball club we've been able to put together uh, by August. Um, yes, the high school recruiting piece of it has has changed some because, you know, most of the high school players that could help you are already signed with the university. So, therefore, you know, we, we can't really tap into their house, high school pool right now. But uh, the transfer portal, the junior college uh, guys right now, the guys that we are definitely uh, – uh, uh, we have in our queue, if you will. Right. And then once we wrap up this uh, cycle, we'll start focusing on the high school guys uh, for our 23 class. Right. And, uh, you know, we, we're going to, this DMV is going to be ours. You know, we got to make sure that we win the recruiting battles in our backyard and keep the guys that we want in our program home. And that's something that we're going to start, uh, you know, day one. That's something that has, has already started. And, uh, you know, so we, we, we're excited about that because a lot of talent here. Uh, Morgan is a national brand, so we will recruit nationally. Yeah. But we're definitely going to go after the guys in our backyard. That's going to help us with. And, uh, and okay, since we're on the portal, right? Can I get your take on the transfer portal, Coach? Do you agree with it, or or don't you agree with it? This wasn't a question. It just it just lit me up like a light bulb. So I had to uh, ask you. I don't like it, but mm-hmm. as a coach, you got you have to adjust or retire. I mean, I, you know, for me, guys in the transfer portal for one or two things. Uh, and most of the time it's something that um, they may just not be happy. They, you know, they're going through a little adversity mm-hmm. and versus persevering through that adversity, they exactly. go to the transfer portal to look for a new home. There's very few guys that go to college that realize, you know what, this is not just not a good fit for me and I want to do something else. For the people in that position, mm-hmm. then I think the transfer portal is, uh, you know, is appropriate. Mm-hmm. But I also believe as a, as a head coach and or as a coach nowadays in, pe- in period in college, you have to, buy into it, you know, mm-hmm. I just deal with it because mm-hmm. it's, it's our reality. And one thing that I tell parents and everybody else, the transfer portal isn't new. It's just it's a new title. Yeah. And the only major difference is guys can transfer anywhere now. Before, you couldn't transfer up without sitting out a year. Right, exactly. uh, but you but you could transfer down. Right. So I, I've always been at either the FCS level or Division two level, and we would always see FBS guys or FCS guys at both of those levels. So therefore, it hadn't, you know, Negative had impacted me as much as it's doing now. As you see, you got Division two guys on the FBS programs now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's, it's part of the deal, and that's what college football is right now. So, once again, you either adapt or retire. So, I'm going to go ahead and adapt to it uh, because I still got bills to pay and I ain't ready to retire. Exactly. Because right. <laughs> I, I, I did see the starting quarterback. I think he was a senior. He's gone this year. And I know Wesley, uh, I see him at the uh, NFL Pro Day um, at Bowie mm-hmm. State. I know he was mm-hmm. the top wide receiver. I think he's the but you got a receiver coming back, two running backs coming back. So it seemed like you got some leadership on that offensive side who was there last year that may be coming back as well. Um, from a player from a player standpoint. Yeah, we, we, we definitely uh it's not bare. The coverage is definitely not bare, it's talent there. And uh it's just a matter of how fast we can get everyone to jail together. And I think that's gonna have a direct uh impact on how fast we'll be able to put this thing together and uh, have success on the football field. So, do, uh, go ahead, the Bears, so with that being said, we're going to go into the D1 
these are tough questions that ain't never really too tough for coach. So the Bears, <laughs> they haven't been to the playoffs since 2014 when they shared the MIAC co-championship. Do you feel pressure to go in and win now? I don't think it's pressure. Um, I think it's, for me, it's an expectation. It goes back to, I said, I want to win a national championship. You can't win a national championship until you, you win the MIAC. You know, and, and you have to go through that process. So, therefore, that's part of the, the journey. Uh, they had a, a program, a very good team in 2014, where they shared uh, the MIAC uh, crown. Uh, a lot of things have changed in the MIAC since 2014. But once again, that's we're, we're not going to really focus on the past. We want to focus on uh, moving forward. Uh, I, I think the guys, I feel those guys in the campus is, is ready uh, for another championship run. So we're going to put the guys on the field to help us get that done. Right. So, so okay, given the, uh, you know, I know you're not focused on the past, um, and the, like we talked earlier about the success that you that that comes with your name and, you know, all the hard work that you put in for your reputation to be what it is, and the Bears, you know, not really having as much success, I think, since 2016. They've only won 13 games. With such transition, can there be a successful season without going to the playoffs? For the Bears this year, I think so. That's uh, without a doubt, and you, it's all about how you define success. Uh, you know, success is different in different people's eyes. Uh, so, but I definitely say we can have a successful season. Uh, you know, we want to get better each day. I, it's something I've learned, uh, and you know, going through my process at Bowie, I think my, my day one it was all about uh, winning the championship. But you can't win the championship until you play the first game, and then the second game, and then the third game. So it's, it's a process. One thing we're going to do, we're not going to run right to the championship game. We have to go through this process. And the process is the season. The process is summer camp. The process is summer conditions. And once, if we do what we need to do throughout this process, we'll be where we need to be at the end. And and that's one thing that you know, I've learned um, is getting better each day. I've learned to take one day at a time. But our goal is our goal. But we have to go through the process to accomplish our goal. Mm-hmm. Right. You're watching a lot of tape. Tape right now, Coach? That's been all I've been doing. Uh, Just, you know, trying to get acclimated and and understand and learn the guys' names, see what guys are good at, what they're not bad at. I've been going back and watching guys' high school film. You know, I've I've watched this Mm. college film, but, okay, I see a little bit in the college. I want to see what type of player they was in high school. Mm. You know, then I'm looking at the transcript to see what type of GPA they have and and, and see, you know, as far as that learning curve, when you throw another playbook on them, how, how may they respond? You know, how might they respond? Uh, to a new playbook, that's something that uh, you know that we're what we're doing right now. And we look at the scholarship budget. Who's on scholarship? Who's not on scholarship? Are there any players out there that possibly deserve a scholarship based upon what they've done in the spring or last season? So it's a lot that plays into this 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 uh, process. And right now, by me not having a full staff together, a lot of that falls on me. But we don't make excuses. We find a way to get it done. And then when my coaches get in, you know, everything will be ready to roll for those guys to hit the ground running. So, Go ahead, bro. with uh, in regards to um, the the schemes, and you said you was watching a lot of the tape from last year and whatnot. Um, I know are when are you are you going to allow the coaching staff to develop the schemes, or do you already have a scheme? Meaning, like whatever Morgan ran defensively, is it similar uh, to personnel? Um, to- no, it's, it's different. Everything everything is going to be different. 
we're, we're going to have an offense, the defense, and a special teams philosophy that we're going to ad- adhere to, if you will. The coordinators will be responsible for implementing uh, that, you know, the scheme. The guys will be responsible for learning everything. Uh, but there's going to be some differences, uh, for sure, uh, as far as what we do defensively and offensively, as well as special teams. Uh, but we want to make sure that we highlight the guys' skill set. You know, if you were a guy that was a outside linebacker last year, but we believe you'll be a better defensive end, we're going to put you at defensive end. If you're a guy that was a receiver, but you, you know, your high school film and your skill set says you might be a better running back, we're going to put you at running back. We're going to put you in a guys in position to be successful for the greater good of the football program. And I think that's uh, that's coaching. Uh, and it, there will be some adjusting. Uh, with us because you have to coach to this level of skill set that you may have offensively and defensively. So there may be some things that we may have to tweak that, that I, you know, may not want to tweak, but we have to do it because of the personnel that we have on campus right now. Mm. So if we aren't able to get a certain type of guy. We got to, we got to make the best of the guys that we have mm. so we can be successful. Mm. How many scholarships you got coach? Do you know? We're, we're, yeah, we're fully funded. We have 63 scholarships. You said 66. 63, 63. 53. Oh, okay. 63, 63. So we're at the FCS, uh, yeah, we're the FCS limit, 63. That's nice. And uh, and I'm going to go back a little bit. You said something about, you, like, you, even though the players are there, you went back to their high school. Take, what, what what do you take away or what do you learn from the high school film? Or what do I wanted to see why they were recruited at the university. And mm-hmm. I want to see what the saw in them at the university. Mm-hmm. And it may be some things that they were doing in high school that they haven't been asked to, be, to do in college. Mm-hmm. And I need to find out why that is uh, because it's a, it's a reason you recruit a player. Right. So the coaches saw something in each player. I just want to make sure we maximize the, the skill set of each player. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times the high school film tells the, tells the truth. Uh, so, you know, sometimes as a coach staff, we may bring someone in and we try to make them do something that they're not accustomed to doing. And then all of a sudden we're saying that person can't play. No, we can't coach. We have to find a way to put them in position to do the things that we saw on the field that make us recruit. Mm-hmm. So right. I'm going, I'm, that's, that's really what I'm going through now and just make my notes. Uh, so when the coaches do get in, they'll do the same thing. And if we, you know, we'll, we'll get around the table and really discuss, Hey, how's Damon? What, what does Damon bring to the table? Where's Damon good at? Uh, can we put Damon in a in a slot versus out wide? I mean, we you know we'll have those conversations, and that will allow us to start preparing a game plan for Georgia Southern. So, have you uh, have you heard from um, any from the Howard or Towson coaches? Yes, I have. I've to those. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those, those, no, those guys are good friends of mine. And we the coach nice. guys, coach Ambrose. I have, I have a lot of respect for those guys. And, <laughs> you know, we have a nice little close group nice. uh, with regards to the coaches in this area. All of us have, you know, you know, each other's cell phone. We've broke bread, broken bread. A couple of us have definitely broken bread together. Uh, Coach Lasse over at Maryland. So, you know, we we, we, we we talk. You know, we talk. And at the end of the day, we understand it's a business. But we want to make sure that we're doing right by our communities and by our student-athletes. Absolutely. Because <laughs> those are Morgan rivals, right? Definitely rivals. Hey, Georgia Southern, right? They up first, man. Oh, so Georgia oh, Georgia Southern. We, yeah, we start there. And we do, like I said, we do have Towson as well as Howard on the schedule this year. Nice. So, you know, we'll we'll deal with those guys when we get there. Uh, but we focus on week one right now. Georgia Absolutely. Southern. So yes, you had made a statement earlier, um, or well, well, you didn't make a statement. Let me let me rephrase that. We were talking about the transfer portal earlier, 
and we were talking about, you know, the adversity of or the lack of dealing with the adversity. And I think that I think one misnomer about football is, you know, coaches don't bench players because they're good or coaches don't take players out. A lot of times I think the accountability accountability or the lack of taking accountability allows the portal to be a crutch yep. because for somebody who was starting all of a sudden who is not starting, yes, they're upset because they're no longer on the field. But the only reason why you're not on the field is because of your play. Your play dictates, you know, you being, you're continuing to stay on the field or us trying to find somebody who will give us the results that we need. That, that was something that I want to plug in in regards to the portal. I think that a lot of players, it, it's just I, I think it takes, that's, that's, it's good and it's bad, but I think, like, it takes away your, the character building aspect the game. No, gives I agree. You, right. I'm not I, I don't just, no, and I you agree. You can pick with up it. and leave. I, and, I agree with know. it. I think it I think it it goes against everything because what it's doing is saying that when it gets tough, just run. Yeah. Or when it gets tough like find that. another door. Life ain't you know like what I'm saying? Instead Life of going through allowing that allowing that situation to build, you know, like they say your test is your testimony. You can't have a testimony without a test. Right. So you can't attest for it to be like, oh, yeah, you know, so how did how did you feel when you came into that situation? Well, I just left. Well, I left. Well, OK, well, that was one time. Well, when when you were starting the first four games and, you know, you got the motive, how did I left them too? like it doesn't it, it doesn't it doesn't help. You guys are, are dead on. And like I said, you're going to have a couple situations where it's just not a good fit. So once again, I understand that. But one thing I've always told my guys, man, during the course of the game and during the course of life, things are going to happen. It's how you respond to those things. Mm. That's what defines. That's what defines you. It defines your character. That things are going to happen. How you respond to them? You know, things at home are going to happen. You just going to up and leave the family, or you going to make sure you sit there and persevere and get through it to the other side. Mm-hmm. Same thing in the football game. You know, you you you're you're backed up. You're on the max minus one yard line because someone jumped offside. How you going to respond? Right. You know, and that's what that's what defines you. So, I totally agree with what you guys said with regards to the transfer portal. And uh, like I tell anybody who's interested in entering the transfer portal, do your homework first. You know, uh, coaches, as you mentioned, coaches are not going to put guys on the field to help them lose games. You know, you're going to play the guys that you feel does will give you the best chance to win. And it's up to you to find out if you're not that guy. Why aren't you on the field? What can you do to improve yourself? But uh, you know that, that's that's the nature of the beast that we're in now. I do not foresee it changing anytime in the near future. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you got the NIL deal on top of that. So right. that, that's that's a whole that's another whole that, uh, that thing caused a whole another stir. Indeed, 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 it is. So you know, and, I, and I'm all for players getting compensated, but uh, I, I'm not with the pay to play. Right. Uh, so, but uh, that's yeah. a whole another ball to watch there. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> So that's where I think the and NIL it's funny, will get out of hand. And though. it's funny you brought that up because um, we spoke with uh, Coach Hugh Jackson um, a couple weeks ago, and that's one of the things we talked about. We we broached to him about doing um, an HBCU table. coaches roundtable right. in regards to like topics as such. Um, right. That we're working to see if him himself, you know, Eddie George, Dion, we wanted to. S- see if you would be willing to and a couple other coaches within the division um, that or other coaches that you know for HBCU schools that uh, wouldn't mind being a part of uh, a such uh, needed and um, constructive uh, conversation. Yeah, just talk. 
Indeed, indeed. Coaches roundtable. No, that's that's what it's all about, and just talking things through and seeing how we can improve our game for our student athletes. But I, I would definitely be in favor of a roundtable like that. Awesome, right. awesome. That's so, cool. with the uh, with that being said, you mentioned on. I think you said you had a conversation with the alumni. Um, is, did did I hear you correctly, Coach? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. So with that being said, in regards to the alumni, because that was one of the questions, have any alumni reached out to you? However, what is it that the alumni can do to help you? And that's something I want to ask. And if and if there's anything that's uh, tangible that I, I could put in their hands or a website or anything that I can give them, because, you know, like I said, you know, your name is carrying an excitement. And they want to give back. That, you know, that they're, that they're ready for. And I understand that, you know, the alumni is what helps move programs along. You know, the, you know, students coming back to where they got their education from and helping put into the school and helping put into the programs um, or whatnot. Is there anything that I, that we can share with the um, plethora Morgan State alumni that we know to uh, assist in your uh, in your needs? And the lump, the lumps have been great thus far, man. It's been a uh, an amazing last. I want to say I think seven days now, or rough near. We all think we may be near seven days, uh, but they, they've been great. I've had conversations, I've been in person and Zoom conversations with the uh, Grizzly Booster Club, uh, the National Alumni Association. So that, you know, they all reached out to me, invited me to meetings, and gave me an opportunity uh, to talk. So they they've been great. And one thing that I've been asking them, they all hey, Coach, what can we do to help? Right now, we just need your support. Uh, and, and in needing your support, that means that that in, includes teaching our current student athletes the importance of alum, teaching them the history of Morgan State football, mm-hmm. Morgan State University. And that's something that doesn't cost you a dollar right now. It just costs you some time. And that's all I'm asking for right now because a lot of times we'll, we'll be down on student athletes and we expect them to do certain things, but the reality is we never taught them the history of of this of certain situations. So I think that's important. That's something that I definitely want to educate our pro, our guys on uh, in the program. Uh, we have some Hall of Famers in uh, from Morgan State University, and those guys need to understand that. Those guys need to understand who Coach Hurt was. You know, those guys that that Coach Banks. They need to know who those guys were. You know, that's important. That is Morgan State football. That is a, 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 a rich legacy that we want to get back to. You talk about coaches that won fourteen or thirteen championships and one and won a school, mm-hmm. and, and and they've done a number of other things that is uh, noteworthy of talking about. But I think we have to educate them on that uh, because this generation is a is a kind of a microwave deal. You know, <laughs> it's right, right. They, right now. They, they want they, it right, they now. It right, right now. Right now. Like but, no, but, don't want it cold. Don't want it no. lukewarm. <laughs> don't want it too hot. I want it just right. Just right. So I think in order to get them to what they are accustomed to, we must go back and and, and educate and teach them and help restore some of that pride uh, mm-hmm. that was more football. Right. And that's great. And I, that's what's up because I was talking to one of my homegirls. Shout out to Kendra. She's a cheerleader. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, she was just, you know, just remembering when I was at Bowie and I would go to Morgan for their games like the excitement, like the readiness right. that that school would have, like being on campus, you know, there because they were a bigger campus was different from when I was when I was back home at Bowie, you know, mm-hmm. going to a game. And it's just like, you know, to see that, like I said, that excitement and a lot of these alum, it, it was crazy. 
and I think right. it's, it's well well endowed and 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 in, and in great hands and as well. Yeah. This is this is mad off topic, Coach. Uh, you know, shameless plug too. Did your fraternity lay it out for you when you arrived? <laughs> they, the cues definitely did. Uh, <laughs> they, they, they were. They were they were they were present. They were present <laughs> at the press conference and actually uh, putting something together now to do a little welcoming type of ceremony for me. And uh, you know that, that's great. You know it, it's great to have that network of people of men <laughs> that, that have an impact. There's a lot of history on that on that campus when you talk about Omega yes, South Carolina. there, so you know I'm excited to work with Patch after uh, and moving our football program forward, and also. The professors that are on campus that are men of uh, Omega, you know, they're, nice. they're, they're gonna, I'm gonna lean on them as well to help out student athletes in the classroom Absolutely. and make sure they have the necessary resources to be successful. So I'm, I'm excited to have that extended family, if you will, in my corner as well. And, and that's a blessing too, um, Coach, because the enrollment for the school this year um, is super high. Um, Indeed, I, I think I saw where they had to purchase 537 rooms from off campus from further mm-hmm. away from campus because the enrollment was so high. So, you know, that speaks volumes, you know, for the future. Not to mention, we didn't even talk about, I don't know if the, the time has passed, but, you know, even for walk-ons, you know. Hey, for- it's it, 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 You got to think about Morgan State academically, man. Morgan State academically has always, uh, you know, held its own against anybody. Mm-hmm. And now our goal and our op- the objective is to get our athletic program, specifically the football program, caught up with the academics. And, uh, and and that will open up opportunities, as you mentioned, for walk-ons and that sort of thing to build to build this program where it needs to be. All right, what game you got circled on your calendar this year? He coach? already said it. He said Georgia he said, Southern. I know he said, no. he said week I, one. I know, I know he said week Georgia one. Week right? one. I know he said hey, week hey, one. Hey, I, I, if, if y'all would. If you'd have called me 13 years ago, I may have said something different, but I learned a whole lot uh, in the last 13 years of being a head coach. Absolutely, Can't go to week seven until I deal with week one. Yeah, absolutely. So week absolutely, Coach. <laughs> absolutely. Well, Coach, we we feel that there's been a change under the guards in the MEAC. Yep, it's you know over. You know what I'm saying? Set out. And that, that change happened on May 26th, yep. in my opinion. Our um, opinion. I, in our opinion. Our opinion. And And – and understandably so, man. Again, we are grateful um, for you um, and the individual. You know, more than anything, it's just like I said. You know, we're not. You know, we're not a part of your team, but we feel like we are. We appreciate uh, we the game. We appreciate it. We we love the game. We appreciate the journey um, because a lot of the things that we actually, you know, take from you. You know, we apply some of these things to our personal lives. You know, what I mean, right. just being a father. You know, for one, is like. The understanding, the patience, um, setting that, setting, you know, basically laying it out plan, laying it out plain for our children and, you know, being with them along the way when they, when they mess up, you know, we want to address the mess up, but we want to encourage you to, you know, to don't settle in it, you know, to keep pushing forward. Yes, sir. So we appreciate you, man, from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you, coach. Thank you for taking this time with us, man. Just pits and push. Sports Sports Talk Talk Radio, we out. You are now tuned in to Pits and Push Sports Talk Radio.